Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10, 10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to wordalive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word of Life is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 646- Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. This is Renetter, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and today is December nineteenth, two thousand fifteen, and I am joined by our co-host Ella. How are you, Ella? I'm very well. How about yourself? Doing good, Amen. thank the Lord. Amen. So this is going to be our last broadcast of 2015 because uh, Christmas uh, is next weekend, next Friday, so we won't do a broadcast next Saturday. And our next broadcast will be the first broadcast of the new year, which will be January 2nd at 11 p.m., unless we... Uh, I wanted to have a conversation with our calls to see if we can change that time, but we'll we'll let you guys know next uh, week if we're going to change the time and, or not. But right now it'll be at 11 p.m. January the 2nd will be our next broadcast. 
So we're just going to wind up 2015 tonight with a coffee chat. We're just going to have a, a little chat and talk about, you know, what's going on, what's been happening this year, and wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. So uh, we know this is a time of the year when people are out and about and running around and doing their last-minute Christmas shopping over the next week. This is the last weekend to shop before Christmas. And we know that uh, this time of the year, uh, a lot of things are going on. We have a big old group of people over here that's talking about Santa Claus and children that's going to sleep Christmas Eve expecting the jolly Santa to come down the chimney and leave them a bunch of presents. Then we have a group over here that's celebrating the birth of Jesus. It's true. We do not know uh, what night Jesus was born. We have no proof that he was born December the 25th. But this is just a time of year that somebody picked out to celebrate the birth of Jesus. I don't even know who picked it out. I have to look at history up one one day and see where how it came about Christmas being on December the 25th. But uh, so there's a lot of things going on. Then we have a group of people over here that don't want to have nothing to do with Santa Claus and don't want to have nothing to do with Jesus. But they're thankful that they have a couple of days off of work because a lot of businesses don't uh, are not operational on uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So a lot of people get it off of work, and some companies give you a whole week off of work, like schools. Schools would be closed for the um, from Christmas Eve until after the New Year. So it's a big deal in America. So. Uh, I try to remember uh, the birth of Jesus at this time of the year. Of course, uh, I believe I remember the birth of Jesus throughout the year, but try to give it a little more attention and focus this time of the year. I think about, you know, actually the sacrifice that God made to send his only begotten son into the world as a man our life would be changed forever for the better. And, of course, uh, this time of the year, I really look forward to getting together with my children because I have a husband and I together. We have 12 children, and we have about 13 grandchildren. And so we look forward to hopefully getting as many of us in one building as possible this time of the year. So it's a very exciting time for us as well. So uh, what do you do this time of the year, Ella? What is, uh, what is your focus? Year is What's your gonna, thought process? This Christmas is going to be the most different Christmas I've ever had because okay. I had plans to be in Hawaii, but uh, oh. other, other things took place, and I am looking forward to visiting the seniors and blessing them in a senior home here. Oh, okay. And it would be different for you. Yes, yes, because uh, we do. Uh, my one of my daughters has this very unique celebration for the for her family. On Christmas, they wrap gifts and give them to other people, and. Because they don't give gifts to themselves, 
and you know, exchanging their household because it's not their birthday. They said this is Jesus' birthday, so we give gifts to other people. I thought that was quite unique. Boy, I was I was impressed on how they took carried it out. That's mm-hmm. what they do. They give gifts to other people. And on their birthdays they are showered. So that's uh one of the unique observations. But uh it's just a wonderful time of the year to be thoughtful of others than yourself. And yes, appreciate and, uh, No, I was just yeah, just being thoughtful of others and not for what you're going to give me. Oh, I gave you this, and you just gave me this little thing, and da-da-da-da-da, on and on and on with all the nonsense. <laughs> That's true. One of the things that stands out in my mind is how much money is spent in this holiday. Yeah. It is absolutely phenomenal. People spend money that they 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 spend their, spend their house payment money. It's just amazing the what comes over us that we get caught up in the you know the whole hype of of this and and then like Sister Renetta was saying, you get that opportunity just to be in love and share with each other. That is the greatest delight of of the holiday for us. Yeah, it's like, well, I take advantage. You know, it's like, well, we should take a we take advantage of all the companies giving the people days off of work, whether they're doing it for Santa Claus or whether they're doing it for Jesus. I just thank right. God for another opportunity to be together with my family. <laughs> And, you know, each household do their own celebration, celebrate, you know, their way doing what they want to do. But, you know, uh, I just thank God for the opportunity to come together with my children, you know, and all of us won't be there this year. But most of us will be together this year, so that would be nice. And, um, yeah, so, uh, and in America, like Ella was just saying, I used to work at Walmart. And been at Walmart, my first Christmas working at Walmart, I was in shock. That's when I really, really, really saw what um, had happened in America with Christmas. It's so commercialized that I almost got sick to my stomach, honest to God. It made me ill. Watching the the amount of money people spend on one day, and I'm, I'm not even talking about just the gifts. But people spent hundreds and thousands of dollars just on decorating. And for a lot of those things they'll buy, they're going to throw it away and start all over again the next year. And it was mind-blowing to me what really goes into it. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are we doing here? And I begin to think about Christmas totally different. You know, because like you say, you know, people go broke at Christmas time trying to make sure they buy what someone expects them to buy or their children have what they think they're supposed to get and we don't want to disappoint them. And I remember the first time I told my children, you know, one year, instead of buying gifts for each other, we're going to buy gifts for other people. And everybody's going to buy a gift 
You're going to choose the family you want to bless, and we're going to bless other families. And my little girl began to cry. I mean, cry for real, showing sure up crying. <laughs> she was deeply hurt. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to teach my children? <laughs> I was like, that was an eye-opener. And so back then we would pick a... We would pick somebody in the church, and we would just buy a gift for that person in the church or whatever. And uh, But I really began to kind of scale back, you know, what I would do at Christmas time and just make sure I put some focus in there somewhere on Jesus with my family, you know what I mean? Okay, this is about Jesus. We remember that we honor that he was born into the world. Uh, as the son of God and the son of man, and because of his birth into the world, he was able to do what he did for us, and now we can live forgiven of sin, and we can live eternally with him instead of living eternally in in hell and damnation. So that's the biggest thing about this time of the year, uh, remembering the birth of our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, remembering the love of God, that he loved us so much, that he allowed his son to come into the world as a man, to live in the world in the you know, as a man, which which is a lot for a deity to become a man. And live Thank in a constrained way that we live and live understanding the um shortcomings of manhood of mankind and learning uh the infirmities of mankind, the weaknesses of mankind, the frailty of mankind, the sinful nature of mankind, the temptation of mankind, of of a human being, so that he could have compassion toward us, so that he could understand the feelings of our infirmity. Glory to God. And he could be compassionate toward us and merciful for merciful toward us and he could understand the need mm. of a Savior. Mankind needs a way out. We cannot set ourselves free. We cannot bring ourselves out. And when Jesus came into the world as a man, he realized this about us through what he went through, through his own disappointments and, you know, the things that he faced in life. And he realized what man really went through, how hard it is for man. Even once you make a choice to stick with that choice, to follow through with what it means to fulfill the choice that you made. We make a commitment and sometimes we we don't give it a second thought, Ella. Oh well, I changed my mind. No, you made a commitment. Don't just change your mind, but if you have a, a reason why you can't keep the commitment, let the person know. But don't just oh they'll get over it, I just changed my mind, I'm not gonna do it now. No. Think about what we mm-hmm. say and when we give our word to somebody else, what it really means. Wow. But yeah. he under, you know, he understands that about us because he lived in these bodies and he saw the temptations and he saw the, he experienced the influence of the enemy. You know, whispering in his ear just like he whispers in our ear. What a God we what a God we serve. Amen. And so we have someone else who joined us tonight. And so if you would like to uh, share something about what Christmas means to you, just I think if you click the number one, 
Oh, no, you want to have something to say. Okay. Let's see what they have to say. I had a very, very special event that happened to me. And Go ahead. Uh, it was very, really surprising because we were raised to be a very thoughtful, even as children. We'll give up our toys for somebody else and things like that, you know. Uh, and God always blessed us. But I was in the store the other day, and I left my phone at home because it needed charging up. And I went and shopped and got my groceries and things. And, and I got to the checkout, and uh, mm, I was $2 short. I had forgot to switch money from one account to the other one. And all these people in the line, two lines, all over the, I mean, it was just, I was embarrassed. I was, you know, it was just very uncomfortable, disquieting moments there. And the lady said, well, what you can do is you can put all this back and go home and get, do whatever you need to do and then come back. I said, I don't think so. I mean, I was about 10 miles away from home. And uh, anyway, while I was sitting there and I was thinking, oh, my God, I don't have my phone. I can't remember the bank number to call and have it transferred. And while I was sitting there in my dilemma, I saw this lady walk up and swipe her card in the cash register that I was at. And she was just ahead of me, and she paid for my groceries. And somebody behind me said, just pass it forward. Now, I have done things like that, but it is something when people do that for you. The first thing is... Especially when you need it. Well, I was in a situation, you know. Yeah. And uh, it it was just very humbling. Very humbling, because uh, when I think about it in the past, when I would do that for other people, it would make me feel good. But to have somebody do that, I had never experienced the humbleness. And I said, "Wow, wow!" And I thought about when I was studying this week, uh, what Jesus did for us. But then how we we put this as a very humbling situation in our lives. You know, it, it comes out being very overwhelming that he would choose to do this for me. Out of all the people on the planet, you know, we cherish this process we call salvation. We're in the process of studying uh, consecration. And in consecration is some very deep and thought-provoking levels of awareness that we, we come into. And this was a very humbling situation. I was very proud and happy and delighted that the woman did that. And then I 
as I look back over the situation, and I was so grateful that God had taught me to do that and then put me in a situation where I was a receiver. And we need both to stay balanced. We need both to receive and give, to keep ourselves in the place to where we can be consecrated to God. Because otherwise, pride moves in, and we become a different animal. I just very grateful that I saw that this weekend. That was a very wonderful but uh, growthful moment in my life that has just impacted me very much. I just wanted to share that with everybody. Yes, okay, good. Now, we have a caller that has joined us. Caller, if you would like to add to the conversation, you can do that at this time. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Would you like to add to the conversation? I sure would. Go right ahead. Well, first of all, let me just tell you what my definition is. My what my definition is not of a Christian, and that means that we have to go out and boast about what God has done for us in an arrogant way. I'm meant right. to be a Christian, but you know, I also believe that our our life in us should show others who God is through us. The word says that your light shall shine for me glorify the Father in heaven. Amen. Um, and I just, I'm thankful that, you know, every day I think of my life as a blessing because I should have been dead 25 years ago. Um, oh. From gang violence, gang activities, just being stupid. You know, I'm 44. Thank God I have to keep 45 in May. But I came out to Christ when I was 32. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. Ever since that day, I, I'm the first one to tell you, it's not the last one. It's been very hard. But I'm thankful to do it now with him than without him. I'm thankful yeah, to have man. I, I'm going to trade it a day, a day of my life for oh. Christ to have another worldly event before my Christ. My God. Yes, so sir. I'm thankful. I'm the oldest of four siblings, and... Oh. You know, it's been very difficult. I've been married almost, it'll be five years tomorrow, exactly. So, well, um, praise God. Oh, nice. Thank you. Congratulations. It's been hard. I mean, I thought it was me, I thought it would be easier staying single. Well, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, just being a Christian, uh, it shows, shows people who do not know Christ that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, then he will himself show through us. And, and, and I'm going to say, oh, I see God in you. I see God in her. That had never made any more sense than it does now by showing people who have not known Christ the love of Christ. Because uh-huh. we can't yes. be arrogant. I've been saved 15 years. And what have you done in the 15 years? So, and, and, and for Christmas, for me, it's not about buying gifts. Not about spending the money and going to debt over some gifts that, you know, some of my men are even proud to have. But Absolutely. 
the, the, the Christ in Christmas. That's come on, brother. That is my only present for us. You know, because he didn't have to come down here for us. He didn't have to die for us. He didn't have to get up from the grave. And I'm I'm thankful to God that He has given Him all power, which means you and I and the devil have no power. Um, so I'm sorry, this, this, this is a preacher of me coming out. So so I've been I've been preaching for almost ten years. Um, but okay. It does enemy just show God's love towards other people. I've had to call in mind that the COVID that we work work for work work with, she gets on my nerve every day. I mean she's seeing <laughs> her actions but you know what? I can't be mean to her. I can still talk nice Absolutely. to her. I, I still have respect because she's over me. Do I mm-hmm. like her? No. But I have to pray for her. <laughs> <laughs> but I pray for her. And, Amen, you know, yeah, and, and I'm just thankful that I'm not the kind of person I used to be where I would go smooth off with anybody talking praise to me or saying something stupid that I didn't like. But I just say, you know what, God? They have issues. I'm not going to be an issue. If they're tripping, that's their luggage. I'm praying for these people. God bless you, Lord, and you do it in your own time, your own way. I can't do nothing about them. Amen. You for them. So, that's right. You're right. All we can do is let the let the life of God shine through us, and we pray that it touches those who don't know him so that they will come uh, with a desire to know him. And so when they are introduced through the plan of salvation to Jesus, they will say yes, and they will accept him and and believe upon him as we had to do it at one point in our life. We thank you for adding uh, to our conversation. We appreciate you so much tonight, and please come back and join us again. Our next broadcast will be January the 2nd at 11 p.m. We'll we'll be glad to have you join no matter what we're talking about. Okay. But now it's time to to wind it up tonight. Um, We we thank God for adding somebody uh, to our conversation tonight. We we like to, to end the year that way. And I would like to say the year 2015 has been a wonderful year. Many wonderful, wonderful things have happened. And many horrible, horrible things have happened, too. But I'm going to remember the goodness of the Lord, his blessings and his benefits in my life. And at this time of the year in the United States of America, we do pay special attention to those who are in need. We do pay special attention to those who may not have enough food to eat or may not have the proper shelter. So if you find some place in your community, or maybe even your church does it, please give a little bit extra more than you normally would give so that we can reach more people than we normally reach. And we need to get in the habit of always remembering those that don't have because uh, except for the grace of God, it would be us. And always have, uh, take the opportunity to reach out and help somebody else. Maybe it's somebody you know in your neighborhood or somebody you work with, or maybe it's somebody you don't know. Maybe you live someplace where they have a... Um, uh, a food kitchen or whatever they call them, uh, go down in and maybe you can volunteer. There's some way that you can give a little bit more. So let's find a way to give a little bit more. Our church adopts, the last couple of years, we've been adopting a family in our neighborhood. We provide a Christmas meal for that family. We provide uh, food for the family. And we buy gifts for the family, whatever they have need of. 
so this year we adopted a uh, a family where there's a father and two daughters, and he he's disabled, and he's raising his two daughters by himself. That's the family that we're going to help take care of this Christmas. And so Great here from Word Alive, we would like to say Merry Christmas to you all. And God be with you. Peace on earth and goodwill to all men. And we hope you have a safe Christmas. Be very careful if you're driving from one place to another or if you're flying from one place to another. We pray God give you a safe re- uh, trip where you're going and a safe return home. And remember to offer up a prayer for those that are especially depressed at this time of the year, those that are yeah. ex- exceptionally lonely at this time of the year. Let's not leave them out of our prayer. Let's pray them Amen. through another season. Because a lot of people, they have lost loved ones or they've lost their family. Some people have just gone through a divorce, and this is going to be a very hard time for them. I actually lost my father in December. So just pray for the families that are grieving or that are troubled at this time of the year, that they make it through, that God comfort them and strengthen them and give them what they have need of. Everybody don't need a package wrapped in, gift wrapped in paper. Some people just need a phone call. Some people need a hug. Some people just need to know that somebody care about them and they're not in the world alone. So if you see Mighty a neighbor that nobody's been around, just go knock on the door and and have a conversation with them. Offer to take them out to lunch. Do something to spruce up this time for them so they're not so lonely. God bless you all. We love you one and all. Come back and visit us next year at Word Alive. You can take us out, Ella. God bless you. Father in heaven, we thank you for every voice that will hear this message. And I pray that your divine presence flood their souls and give them a greater awareness who you are and how much you love and care for mankind. God bless you, one and all. See you next year. Merry Christmas, everyone. And the happy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.